early 20s. But when I was in my early 20s, I used to go to the... Damn, I'm telling my age. Oh. 40-40. I used to go to the 44 right. a lot. And I always used to get bottle service. And I wasn't, like, in my bottle service, I'd get bottle of Moet. It would be like 250 to be in that area. Yes. <laughs> Yo, I did not know that. I did not know that for the longest time. Really? And guys, when I see that that shit was that long in the store, it just like blew my mind. Like, you heartbroken? Yes. I'm like, I, I, and I think after that, like it had to be a real big night at 40-40 for me to pay for VIP after that, mm -hmm. like for bottle service after that. Cause I was like, it's no way I'm spending that type spending of that money. type of money for a bottle that's only and I don't even think back I maybe down with 75. I think back then it was only like 50. Am I, yeah, yeah. I, I get I get the rose floats between 60 and 75. Yeah, that's crazy. But the ace is cheap, it's like a little under 300 in taxes in the store. Dang, I mean, that's dang, not, not dang. The, and 700, that's that's cheap in the club. I've seen it shoot up 15, 25, depending on the night and the club. Yeah, who it is? Yeah. Like living in Atlanta, you go to the strip club and oh, yeah. and, and future walk in, the whole price change. Oh, yeah. Like it went from $20 to getting it to $100. Yep. Like just that fast. So, Sean Rock, what do you have going on last night? I seen um, something look like it looked like it was in the graveyard or something. <laughs> and then the week before, you was recording at a church. And I was still working on, still working on the video. We were still shooting for that last night. Oh, yeah. so that's one whole project. Yeah, the video. Well, we started shooting. So, so. I can't remember the date. And we, you know, you see it, you see all the footage, but yeah, we got enough. And then we sit and brainstorm, like, nah, get this look at this type of scene. So we keep changing and adding. I still got one more part to shoot before I'm done in front of the camera and then the editors do their thing. Yeah, I was working late last night. So is that going to be a part of a whole new album or a mixtape? I don't know. Right now, it's just a single. I thought about making an album, but it's like you put all that work into the album and then half the songs get missed. Because mm -hmm. people, you know, the attention spans are different now. Mm -hmm. Like, I put out an album, let's just say I put out an album this month. By November, they'll want another one because they already listened to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So they constantly, the turnover for songs is Yeah, crazy. because I will run, I, I run, I run through music, through, and I run it in a hole. Like, yeah. I will listen to your EP a thousand times straight. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not exaggerating, like, I will listen to it on repeat. And... Like that we all and they're like, oh now I want something else. Like we can drop something new. Like we something new now. Like I But I still feel like artists still should promote even their like even their older stuff because there's always somebody out there who has never heard it yeah. and that could be like the one song like a lot of artists that have made it actually like went to the next level in their career it is from old songs right. that we just hear right. and they like how you said you don't even listen to that album no more right. and yeah. like you go it so fast. yeah but then somebody like some white kid that's uh, so the son of yeah. somebody and hears it and it's just like, oh, this shit is hot as hell. Da, 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 da. See, that's different. 
that's different. That's them discovering you. But like, just say, even even when he finds the new album, right? Mm -hmm. He listens to it for a month. He's so charged up and excited. If he likes you, they want more so fast. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just been releasing singles. I always tell people I'll let the the listeners decide when they want a whole project. Cause then I know they actually take the time and listen to it. Listen to you know it. Know yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's how Rihanna's doing. Yeah, I was about to say the same goddamn thing. I wonder if that's the same guy. Rihanna is just like I'm not doing shit. Yeah, she's, she's like, like I'm a vocal now. Yeah, like, I'm a fucking vocal. Yeah. I don't act. They got, a, they got a different take too, because they know the longer you wait and they put out a project, it's gonna go crazy. Because you know what? That's what I felt about that Bryce and Tiller project. Yeah, but she better not come out with no bullshit. I doubt it. It happened. I'm trying to think of the one thing I anticipated it. And I was trying I can't remember. I can't remember the top off my head. So tonight we're getting into. Black owned businesses, we get into legacy um, and what it means to be black and leave behind a legacy. And I put legacy in there at the end because I actually like, I see you now, it's like you're molding your son and, and, and I see y'all in the studio and he's, he's rapping and stuff and I'm just like, yo, that's dope as hell. For him to see you grinding and making these albums and making these videos and then you can actually bring him in and, and mold him and help him with his own career. And to me, that's that's a form of legacy. Like that's, that's a part of legacy. So we want to talk about that. And how I came up with this topic tonight was because I posted, you know, title. Is, I always say this. I'm, what do I, I always big up title? Who always pays this artist more than any other streamer? Than any other streamer service. And from from when title first, when I first discovered title, I remember Jay Z having an interview and talking about that, and like he was all for the artist. He's all for the artist. All for the artist. So I'm like, yeah, his black owned is he's about the artist, I'm an artist, you know what I mean? My stuff has actually at one point been on title. Like, so of course, I'm gonna, why wouldn't I? Go get, where they pay me more. Where they pay me more. They pay other people more. Pay other people more, and then the owner is black, with a whole black family, with a whole black legacy that he's gonna yeah. leave behind. He's also a man who, I wanna, I wanna say that, but, Huh? Yes, but then at the same time, it's like, and I, and, I, and for everybody who knows Sean Rock, Sean Rock, because I've actually been on the same like label, would you call it a label, the same team as Sean Rock at one point in my life. So like, I like know, and I've been on your album before, so I know that Sean Rock is like a real big Jay Z <laughs> fan. So I was like, I have to have Sean Rock on because I'm also. Yes, he is like a super. Anybody who buys the space, the, the, the bottle of space, Ace of Spades, they gotta be a The Ace, the Duce. Yeah, because everybody else be hating on it. You know what I mean? Like, too much. This nigga went down. Yeah, but if it was a white, anyway. Yeah. So back to the <laughs> Number one selling champagne, too, by the way. So. Wow, is it? Yeah, it's killing me, yep. And the Duce is out of control. Um, since the COVID, the Duce is yeah, almost odd. It's odd, like you can't find it in yeah. the oh, wow. like that. Wow. 
Y'all got to put me on the G6. G6, nice. It's like Henny times oh, 10. I'm not uh, here. I am not. I don't know what I'm saying. You don't like it? I'm not a Henny drinker. But have you tried this set? Yes. You don't like it still? I don't like brown. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's different. Me That's and brown different. don't. She beat one. Listen, listen, anything possible the last time I like lost my like money and my oh, ID my like in New York. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, you would do it. And I woke up in the morning and was like, wait, did somebody ride me? And I was like, wait, but no, it was my debit card and my ID. My money was still in my wallet. So that's how I knew I didn't get robbed. I was like, I just left it somewhere. <laughs> Off the hand. Off the hand. <laughs> I woke up full face of makeup. I was like, uh, yeah, this is why I don't drink any. <laughs> Yo, you know, when I was. It's funny because when I was growing up, clear was the the wine though. Drink. Was the wine yeah, well, though? Yeah, we used to say clear like if you every like real alcoholic that I knew when I was younger I had the brown bag with, with the clear, clear. vodka. But it was I, I don't know. I think it was cheese. It's still clear. It's still. It clear. was still clear. Yeah. That's what that's what I grew up thinking, and then I was like, let me just try it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I <laughs> so thanks to um, JB. Another reason why I feel like it was like it's important to support Tyler is because we know for no fact that JB supports black communities. Like he has um bailout riders, you know what I mean? Um even in the beginning of his career, he went to Africa and did a whole water help their whole water system. So when you think about some, something like that, it's like, does a company have to be 100% black owned to be to be something that you support and consider a black owned company when you know that he owns a big majority of it and you know for a fact that money that he's getting, ten, nine out of 10, is going back somewhere yeah. into the black community. You know what I mean? So how do y'all feel? Like, do you feel like a company? Because the guy stated, I'm going to read his comment. So far, the poll says 67% of you agreed with him on our poll that we did on our Instagram page. Remember, we go live every Thursday on our Instagram page. So if you want to join the conversation in live time, you can do that. So... I posted, you know, I'm a big title fan. Title page, their artists more, and it's crazy how black people are not supporting it. It was a repost. <clears throat> and the guy says, although I don't think race should matter in business, ownership, just for clar for clar to clarify, title may be technically black owned, but it isn't black a founded company. Title was white owned and operated up until five years ago when it was purchased by a black owned company. That black owned company then sold over 30% of the title to Sprint, a white operated company, but Japanese owned business. So there's many different hands in the pot. I don't think it qualifies as a black owned business. 30% of it is not black owned. actually just had a conversation with somebody about this right before I came here and asked them how they feel about me actively 
as a black person seek out black business? And they said no. They said they don't care. It's like, you know why? They like, because if, if, this is what they say, if all black people seek, just look for all black businesses, we wouldn't be able to meet the demand as black people. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. Because in order to meet the demand to produce more items, you gotta have, you have the to have the, You have to have the money. Right, so you have to spend money, money to make money. But if you start out selling something small, then it explodes. So every time you put out uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? A product. A product. Every time you put out a product, it sells out. Now, if you're taking that money and you're hitting the club and blowing it, then of course. But if you're taking that money and it sells out every time, eventually you're gonna grow the inventory. And, and produce more product for me. And produce more product. Because anything that was popular sold out so many times. That it had to become a big ass I wonder what Amazon started out with. How many employees did Amazon start out in, in his garage. garage? All of them. Apple. All of them. Microsoft. Yes. All of them. All, all, of, them, all of them. You know what this reminds me of? You ever heard that camera song when he says, Oh, I just love when people say, oh, you got a little car, oh, you got a little car, oh, you got a little Yes. Oh, you got a little fans. Oh, you got a little, you got a little podcast. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. Keep it You like my life, okay? Keep You know how they say it's not a little. Anytime somebody throws a little in front of it, they're trying to minimize what the hell you're doing. And people say, Rock, you got a little buzz. Black-owned businesses and their background, because I feel 
feel like we don't do that. Do the research. No, with other businesses. Right. We're so quick to downplay a black-owned business and give, well, I did research on really black humor to an Asian girl. Did you do that with Ty? Did you research Ty and find out who Ty was married to? Did you do that to Spotify? Did you did you find out their like their liturgy like women? Like you don't do that with them other businesses, but you do that with black owned. Look at the Gucci story. The story of Gucci. The whole family was at war with each other. Um, stealing from each other, trying to trying to take this one's uh uh stocks in the company and these are sons and nephews fighting each other. It's crazy. And then the wife had the husband This is how white people fight. The wife the wife uh, the one of the Because they have a legacy. Oh yeah, yeah, I see what you said. They fight over shares and fight over stocks. And and and, and, and that's what we and guess what black people be fighting over? The fucking dishes. <laughs> Who will get the pot set? Corner, the corner. So the wife had them killed. And that's what I'm saying, because they got long money. So they do long cons. They do shit like that, like put insurance policies on motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And then hire somebody to murder them. Yeah. yeah. So are y'all, like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like if we, we hold black businesses More to a, a different standard, standard a I'll give you an example. Like, my... My pe- hey, what's up, Rick? Like my people, he ordered from a, a, a black old restaurant around here. I won't say their name, um, but I made him order again. Fucked up again too. But I won't say But the first time they fucked up, he was just like he was mad and he was like, I'm not ordering from them no more. And then he was thinking about like leaving a bad review. And I was like, you know what? No, if you're not gonna call and tell them what the problem was, then don't leave that bad review. Cause you're not even giving them an opportunity to fix it. And I feel like if it was, if it was Chick-fil-A or somewhere else. But Chick-fil-A do you a reward right away as soon as you make a Yes, yeah, but you would call Chick-fil-A, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you would call Chick-fil-A or you would let it slide. One of the I other Chick-fil-A is too expensive to be letting that shit slide. But some, some people, people believe it or not, some people are like, you know well, what? Chick-fil-A, they always get it right. It's one time. It's fuck no, fuck no. Yeah, man, you was like, fuck no, because I had to take some shit back to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to. Oh, God. Like, all right, Michelle, I get what you're saying, but But listen, listen, now let me finish this story. So I'm just like, you cannot, I said call them, because first of all, they ordered it through a service. We're a deliverer, a third person. So first of all, you don't know if they got it wrong or if the, he's like, well, it's all, it was just my food. I said, you don't know what, who was this food he had in the car? You know, when you're doing them delivery services, you could be delivering to five or six people. So he's like, all right, I don't feel like calling him. I said, well, you're not allowed to leave a bad review in my house. You want to go somewhere else because, but, he did order from them again, and they did. They got the shit right. No, they got it wrong. Oh, and this time, I went and picked it up, and it was wrong. Damn. Hey, but I still do feel like we don't. No, Michelle. We don't let people no, at a standard. All right, how about that day that we had all day taping, 
Yeah, all get taken. Don't say the name. I'm not saying no name. And we talk about the same place. I just want to let you know. Yes, we talk about the same place. Are you kidding me? But we're not going to do that. We're not going to say the name. I'm not going to say the name. But But these are three different incidents. We walk all the way to the place. That's that's fucked up. I don't know. Was hungry. Was starving. First of all, but I feel like we as black people when they said come back. And we said black people need to. And they still ain't had those before. They gonna say come back later. But we as black people. But we as black people. But we as black people. Let me shout out. Just to let them know, like, yeah, I mean, you're always gonna go 
whatever works for you. But unless you get used to do try to make try to balance. balance if you it. can't buy all black and, you, and and whatever you want might be a white owned business or a service whatever. Of course, like because right. of course there's more of those businesses than it is black. So right. you just gotta try to balance it, balance out. it out. For every one, you should have you should support another one. Like you know, fifty fifty. The other last weekend we had we um had a we had a long weekend and I was like oh I wanna go out and eat and at first it was just like. First thing with my brain was like bonefish. I ain't been a bonefish in a minute. I want me some tequila. I want to sit back, eat. But then I was like, no, 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 no. I know somebody who opened a restaurant. Uh, shout out to uh, Shug. I don't Yeah, yes. I was like, wait, wait, wait. We gotta see if they still open. But unfortunately, they was closed. So I had my moment where I was like, no, we about to go spend like. Close to almost two hundred dollars over here. Over here at Bonefish. When I can go over here to a black-owned business and spend the same amount, same amount, and give it to her. But unfortunately, they had clothes for the evening. But I have to be honest, like I don't think it's just do. supporting white either. No, no. no a lot of, but a lot of people take that support black. And, and think it's fuck everybody. It's you never know. No. Like you should. Like, but my whole thing one. is. One for one. My whole thing is too, also, when you, I also said don't, I've also learned don't shop where they don't hire, where you don't see yourself. Yeah. Like if you go into a shop and it's always just, it's always just Caucasian or it's always just Indian and they don't never have nobody helping you, helping or work. But I have to be honest, I am laughing in my seeking out of black owned businesses. And when I went to Atlanta, I always used to, and when I came back home, I always used to be like, at least, if I know I'm shopping today, at least try to get something one for, one. for a black owned, whether it's my food, it could be a, something as little as lip gloss, like something that I am showing support to my people. But did y'all know that it's 20, it's 2.5 million black owned businesses according to the Census Bureau. That's dope. Two, and that, that's that, not a lot. That, but to me, it seems like a lot. It right? is a lot, but it's not a lot. It and that's 2012, 2.5 million. All right, so it's probably 150 million. So that 2.5 is like, you right gotta find that shit. Mm-hmm. Forbes did, and I got that information. But that's dope. That's dope. I got that information. Forbes did a 100 uh, top owned businesses, and the crazy thing about their list was it didn't have like they stated that at the beginning. It wasn't gonna have no Oprahs, no Rihannas, no, no nothing. And I sent you that link. There is actually a winery owned by two black sisters. I think they're twins, and they actually were separated at birth. They didn't meet each other until mm-hmm. I didn't really read. Until I was about that. Yes, I they're called the McBride uh, Sisters, the McBride Collection. There's a wine business. Is um, their headquarters is in Oakland. Their staff is ninety percent women, and fifty percent of their staff is black. That's dope. 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 I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a lot of. There's actually a whole list of black wineries. They don't own a winery, but they supply the wine to wineries. I actually went 
to a wine tasting with a black sommelier and she showed us how to pair different foods with the wine for what tastes best. And I was just like, like that's the first time that I ever met a black sommelier and I was like, there's a whole movie about that too. I thought she said a black sommelier. I, I did at first too. I was up just now. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? I don't put this cup. No, I, I got you now. I had to listen to it twice. And she was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. She was really, really nice. She was there really, was a really movie on good. Netflix about that. It was a black guy who wanted to be that. And um, I don't know the name of Sally He wanted to be that, and his parents was like against it because his mom parent wanted him to join in the family business. But yo, we did any we 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 sprinkled out in any every industry. Right. Like I think it's it's on some black happy players too. Like we right. sprinkled out in yeah, a little bit. Remember, we be coming up with the ideals and they enhance off of it or they take it. No, they they, they take it. it and then we come in and then we excel in it. Excel at and then sometimes. sometimes but most of the time we make Sometimes they just take sometimes they just take the shit and that's it. Right. Now also, you have a seat, they buy you out or force you out and right. then they run with your shit. Right. Also, um is anybody drinking on it? It says we had eight others join. I don't know why we, we can't see you if you're there. <laughs> I don't know. But is anybody drinking on anything tonight? Sipping on anything tonight? We have our special guest with us, Sean Rock, and we're talking about black owned. How often do you guys purposely seek out black owned businesses? Like, how often do you do it? Now, One United Bank is also a black owned business. They have made their list, and they're like one of the largest black owned businesses. Yeah, I like to hear it because we like to hear about black banks because that, so that means that you're getting, yes, yes. you're getting non predatory <laughs> lending practices, which is very prevalent in the rest of the banking industry. When we buy clothes, I try and look for us as soon as we get in the plug in the game, more of my bread will go. I might be reading that wrong. I'm a little no, he's like, <laughs> I'm a little tipsy. He's saying that he he tried to buy black owned and, and what, they, and what they what they get that money to this movie. You know what black people gotta stop going to? What? Cause I see this happen a lot with a few homies and people I know who are trying to start up ships. Y'all gotta stop coming to the establishment or or the online website and asking for a discount, dog. Right. That's, that's why. Right. That's why you need to have your this. online website so it's I no way. It's yeah. no way they can ask for a nah, discount. Nah, even if I want a store, just because. Listen, if I'm gonna give you a discount, first of all, you're gonna know. You ain't gotta ask. But at least buy some shit first, like on your first trip, ride a storefront. And you're like, yo, show what up, I ain't seen you since 92. Yo, how much these jeans, 50? Yo, yeah, I'm doing for 45. No, nah. nah, bro, because you can't go in Louis Vuitton and be like, yo, I've been sh- shopping here <laughs> since 2000. Can I get this first time? They Stop that shit, man. Because if I got to give you a discount, that means everybody come through black. Gotta get a discount, and then I can't, I can't produce more shit because I gotta cut it. I don't know why black people do that. Shit. Shit. You know, you know, they do that shit even with like, even even working at your front desk. Right. I be working at the front. You, you 
can't look me up. I don't know you, first of all. First of all, I don't know you. Second of all, this is my job. And we have protocols. The same way you have a job, I have a job. I'm not looking somebody up that I don't even know. Now, yeah. All the time. You know ahead of time if you get Yeah.
to me, it looks beautiful because your kids, and I talked to Kalina about this, I feel like it's so important for your kids to see you to pursue your dreams and what you want to do. Like, your dad has a regular nine to five. Your dad, you know, dad puts money, puts food on the table. He's out here, but he's also sticking to what he believes in and what he wants to do. How important is legacy to you? Now it's very important, uh, probably because I'm older, I'm wiser, and I have people watching me. Cause you know, when, when I was younger, running around and shit, I ain't speak about none of that shit. Yeah. Like, I'm just do me, I'm having fun in life. But when you notice, especially with kids, they, they pick up on a lot of shit. And you don't want them to pick up on the bad shit, right? Yeah. So you want them, and you, just, you have to teach them. Like, I had a stepdad, he wasn't the closest. I didn't know, meet my real dad until I was about 24. So a lot of this shit from, Alright, birth 24, I kinda had to learn on my own. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, you wanna teach them shit so they don't have to struggle. They have to figure it out early. Cause you don't want them to figure it out as late as you might have. Like, or they have people. Well, all from outsiders or wild shit. Best I just, I just said that to my sister. My sister, she's 22 years old. And the stuff that I'm learning now about meditation, about manifesting, about speaking your life into existence, she's learning that at 21. Exactly. And I'm like, that's dope. That's what I if told I her. If I knew that, everybody gonna always say if I knew what I knew. Right. But it's, it's real. It's real. It's that's not a real shit. People in their 20s do not understand that. For real, bro. They think that you're blowing fucking smoke. Like, no, I think she got it. Because I looked at her when she was telling me all the information she was learning. I was just like, yo, you're ahead of the game exactly. right now. And if y'all got an OG you can learn from, yo. Take learn that advice. Don't be like, oh, you old. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do know what you're talking about. Listen to me. So how do you like how do you talk to your kids and what are you teaching them about legacy? Actually, you know what? It's funny, I don't really legacy, I'm not really on it with them. I just mm -hmm. want them to be happy and pursue what right. they enjoy. Once you find what you enjoy, then you work on leaving it for the next one. Right. But right now, because they're so young, I just want them to find themselves. Right, and don't feel no pressure for me. Like I told my son when he when he wanted to start rapping. Cause I never fought him and said, hey, you gonna, you gonna do what I do. Mm -hmm. Nah, he picked it up on his own and, and it comes more natural when yeah. they, and then somebody's shoving it down the throat. So right now, I'm just in the stage of letting them find themselves. And once they land on something that they're good at or they love and they enjoy doing, then we'll, we'll zone that, in on Nurture you know that thing. We'll zone in on Yeah, that's important. You know, that's What's your story? I'm at Aries. Oh, you were Aries. Yeah, I'm a Aries. Because my mom, my dad. And my first cousin was dying. You're My dad is born in October. You remind me of my dad. Because my dad is a wild actually. I got an old soul. My dad, my mom is an Aries. So it's crazy as shit. But my mom and my dad were the same way with us. Like, my dad always, whenever I was going through something, like, his question was always, are you happy? Right. Not... What degree are you trying to get? What job are you trying to get? Are you happy? I tell my kids, you know, because when we was growing up 18, I can't wait till I'm 18. I'm getting right. out of the house. Right. I told my kids, listen, stay on the job. Oh, say, 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 say it again. No, we need shit. to normalize that in the black community. Me and my wife had this conversation because the 
it was hard enough for us when we left the world. Right. So imagine, you, you, oh, you're 18, all right, you gotta go. Nah, you stay as long as you want. Now you're gonna help out, you're gonna have responsibility. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm not gonna make you a slave in the house, right. but you're gonna help, you're gonna do, but stay home. Find your career, your job, and your love, you go with your passion. Don't go into fucking debt. Stack your but money. But that's what, stack your money and that's your what the other races do. They let them stack their they money. They let them stay, stack their money. I don't even cut you off, bro. One of my white friends at work, real cool dude, and I'm going to do this with my kids. He told me that once he became of age and working and everything, his parents charged him rent, probably after 18, right? Mm-hmm. His parents were charged him rent. They used to take that money and put it in an account. And when he moved out, they gave him that money. That was his deposit wow. for his first house. That's dope. So they didn't yeah. use that money for their bills. They kept it for him. Mm-hmm. So when he was ready to go, here, here's, here's a start. He's invested for you. You know what I'm saying? That shit, is, that shit is dope. We need to normalize that in the, in the black community. I hear so many times black people say, well, I had to work. They will have to get out there and work. I don't want my kids. You don't want to never touch my children. The struggle, my kids, the struggle will never touch. You know who said that to this day? Who is a Charles Barkley even has that mentality. Well, you know, I had a friend that actually said that to me. He had one daughter, and but his daughter had three kids. And he said to me that he wasn't leaving none of his stuff, none of his investments, none of nothing to his daughter. He was leaving everything to the grandkids because she wasn't responsible with money. Oh, and good. I said, well, no. I said, well, whose fault, fault is it that? that she's not responsible with money? Yeah, because we need to be teaching. They're not teaching. They're not teaching financial literacy in school. So it's the parents. Responsibility job to be teaching financial literacy. So if your child is not responsible with money, you can't always say, "Oh, it's a choice." Nah, that's something that you you molded and invested from the beginning. That's like my niece true. is three years old. Is she three? Yeah, she's three years old. She has a she's has a savings like a piggy bank. She she's putting money in it. Her mom is teaching her about having credit, about saving you know money. What the main key word of this whole shit is what is raising children. Yes. <laughs> right. Raising. It's not yeah. having them be like boom, there you go. It's, well, you know, we also have to take shit. into consideration that a lot of our parents were overworked. So you got a parent that's working three or four jobs and it's a single parent. That should make your grind even harder. Yes, but it's hard to sit down and teach Micah, you know, this is how you invest in stuff. You all you worried about is keeping food on the table. You going back and forth to work. That's that is is a mentality of a Nothing beats a conversation. Yeah. A lot of them don't even talk to their kids, or or they think, or they or they too busy because they're having kids younger, right? So now you go from a parent to more like a homie because your damn is the same age, right? You know what I'm saying? So if you're not reaching that level where you're mature or, or you're focused, and you have a kid early, no, I'm not knocking everybody with kids early. That's your own business, but. You're not going to be able to teach much because you don't really know much. Mm-hmm. Are you going through it with the kid, which is cool? Let me tell y'all an example. Me and my me and my cousin Richie, 
always had this conversation about his dad, which is his my uncle. He's my cousin and his dad is my uncle, but our grandfather, mind you, our grandfather had an eighth grade education and he built up his own business. Mm -hmm. This man was so rich that like our the house that we had here in Jersey was their summer home. Right. They had a nanny. Now this is back when you had to, black people couldn't eat at the same restaurant. You got a nanny, you doing something special. Yeah. At, at that time. You know what I mean? He had a nanny. What I was saying was, this was a man who <clears throat> built up a, a, like what could have been a great, great legacy. And at first, like I, I used to get mad because my, my, my grandfather owned multiple homes in Philadelphia. He owned multiple homes. He had a summer home here, but he died suddenly. So I, a lot of the kids were still kids. My mom was like 16 years old. Then she had younger siblings. And then his dad was 18 years old. But what my what what my cousin tells me is his dad never talked to him about the business. He never sat him down and told him the importance of, you know, I own five homes in Philadelphia. And in Philadelphia, when you own a home, you don't own the land. Right. You own, you just own the home. Well, that's new, man. Yeah. And he didn't teach him that. So to them, they grew up privileged, but not knowing that this is something that they have to carry on, that they have to do the work for because they lost their dad suddenly. So they didn't know, like, yes, he's in the real estate. He owns this. Y'all gonna have to go out here and make sure these people pay the mortgage. This is your summer home. This is da -da 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 -da. so when you say that sometimes, yeah, like they're not teaching them because they don't know anything because they're young. But some of us are not teaching because the, you don't think that that day is ever gonna come. Right where you're not gonna be here to teach it. Right. I think my grandfather died at like 50, 60 something that's, years that's old. Young. That's I young. I the same type of story with my grandfather, the same thing. He had all of his paperwork already written out, but he never got it finalized. And he literally died in the house by himself. And like my mom, and her brother, which she really never had any communication with these people before, really while she was growing up, they ended up having to you know, get together and basically say like, this is what we're gonna do with his stuff. And it's still a lot of my grandfather's property that's unclaimed. Unclaimed. And that's I believe that with our, with our grandfather. Because like I said to everybody, I was like, that's, like I know how wealthy my grandfather mm -hmm. was. I said, and that just does not sound like sound. to me like that's the right amount of money that my mom should have got and my uncle should have got. Like, my I know that it's money me. somewhere else. Yeah. And I know years to come, it's going to be a call or a letter yeah, that's going to be like, yeah. No, because that's usually what happens. I've, I've seen it happen to the oh, like, happened to 10 years, that. 12 years. He had a bunch of money that right. somebody had left him and they've been looking for him. And he kept throwing the letter and he kept thinking it was a scam. No, and it, it was turned money. it was real money. It turned out to be real money. My mom told me that the bank wouldn't give 
my grandmother access to one of my grandfather's bank accounts because she didn't have her birth certificate proving that she was who she was, that she was his wife. Yeah, they wanted so, to see the lineage. Yes. And then I'm like, so there is actually a, my mom said, well, now it's power dissolved. And I'm like, how can... Because the state will dissolve it. That's because crazy. that's the same thing. That's what right now, like, I literally just contacted somebody yesterday about trying to figure out who had the rights to my grandfather's books and how to figure out how to get his books back into print. And I was like, like, that's just a whole nother because I feel so sad that they don't stop. That that's just it's just not his his work is not being printed. And it don't stop until you get it done. It don't stop until you get it done. Because we as black people, we need to take more pride in our legacy, in our I think when I say this is for black and brown people, but I feel like Latino people, they know. And they know about it. They're proud about that. They're proud about that. They can trace their lineage. We like I spoke about that I think a couple weeks ago about how my Cuban whatever. Cuban significant other, like, he knows his lineage. Like he consider he like he takes so much pride in black people because he knows his bloodline so much that he knows that there's black in him. Like he may look like the lightest, the fairest of skin, but he's done his research so much that he knows. He knows, he, yes, he knows his roots. And for them, it's a pride thing. You know what I mean? We need to get into that. I think Meanwhile, we, we over here fighting that's because, no. uh, DJ Envy made me mad about that today that's too. He gonna talk about some genuine. Genuine is the leader of light skin. Stop with that. Right. We need no, to dead that. that. Narrative. You we know need I to dead that. I hate the light skin narrative. Light skin versus dark skin. I yeah. hate the light skin we narrative need to so dead bad that. because I'm like the I'm, I'm like the complete epitome of the opposite of a light skin girl. You know what this so is? So if I'm like House nigga and the. Oh, right. well, that, but even. Wait, are you talking about Nah, yeah. just, just us, hip hop. Uh, hip hop did it with the videos and all that. It was all but like, everything, uh, but everything. everything was already, I feel like, set in our there. DNA. Oh, because yeah. of what something, once you start something, and people, black people don't understand, and white people don't understand how DNA works. Like, people always say, oh, get over slavery. The Holocaust happened, and you don't see them active. The difference between slavery and the Holocaust, slavery went on. They, we, we still had children. It was like, they birthed us, beat our children, beat us, took our language from us, cut our tongues out, shaved our heads, and they kept breeding us. Holocaust, they killed them. No disrespect. But they wasn't breeding them. They murdered them. They wasn't selling them. It wasn't something that they breeded they, into. They weren't a commodity. Yeah, they, they didn't. They were a commodity. But, but the thing is, they didn't breed that into their DNA. They just killed them all. So you, when you kill off a race, it's totally different from when you breed a race. Yeah. You give them a religion. You give them a different language. You take them from everything that they... Jewish people were allowed to keep who they were. Right. You can be Jewish. We still just gonna kill, kill you. Now, if you black, 
We're going to beat the blackness the hell up out of your ass. We're going to beat, beat your religion up out of you. We're going to beat your religion. Everything that you believe, your belief system, everything. We're going to we're gonna beat every single thing out of you. to delete all us. Right. Like, and we're going to build you back in. We're going to give you this religion with your white baby Jesus. You. Yeah. We're going to tell you your name. Yeah. What you should believe. We're going to demonize every single thing that you believe in. And we're going to do such a good job on it that 400 years later, we're still going to think that African spirituality is the devil. right here we have a cocktail host you're also able to bring your own alcohol it's always 21 and over this october 29th we're doing it all over again but keep in mind we have a capacity limit yeah so you have to get here early early because once we reach our capacity we can't let anyone else in it's limited seating um 25 people and we'll be doing temperature checks and we will also you have to wear a mask. We have to wear a mask. We're also I think I think I'm gonna do the mas masquerade thing. The masquerade. Masquerade mm. type of mask. What for you? Oh yeah, it's made it up. You know, that's the new that's the that's the new type of mask. We're aiming to come up yet.